This holiday season, prepare to have the stuffing scared out of you. Thanksgiving. In the town of Plymouth, Massachusetts, the fourth Thursday in November is the most celebrated day of the year. The table is set. The festivities have begun. What an uninvited guest has arrived. And this year, there will be no leftovers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night, and I'm Scott. And I'm Joe. Yes, you are. I'm and Joe. here we are today <laughs> doing before and after reviews, where we go see a brand new movie in the theater and give our thoughts before and after. And today we're talking about a movie 17 years in the making. Wow, has it been that long? I think so, right? Yeah. I think uh, Grindhouse came out in 2007. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, 16 years then, right? Um, yeah, 2007, uh, that was the movie directed by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, but if anybody had ever seen that in the theater, and I think there might be a, a release now on DVD. That yeah, has, there is like a special edition that has all the extra stuff. Yeah, that has everything together, and the best part of it was these fake trailers that were in the middle of this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, or that movie, I mean. And those fake trailers were all directed by their friends. And now, seven, 16 years later, we only have had two of those fake trailers made into real movies. Yep. That would have been Machete. Machete. From uh, Rodriguez. He made two of those. And it, honestly, if you, may, you asked me that yesterday, I would have said, wait a minute, there were two? Yeah. But there, there were. were. Two. Yeah. Don't you remember Michelle Rodriguez gets out of the freaking um, Winnebago or whatever and she's got the eye patch? Is that the second one? Yeah. (laughs) I remember about the second one is uh, there's a trailer for a third one where they are fighting in space. (laughs) And I believe it's DiCaprio. Mm, I I mean, come on. Yeah, I remember that was insane. (laughs) I I, I think he was in the trailer. I, I don't even remember. But we never got a third one. But here we are talking about thanksgiving not to be confused with thanksgiving which i think everybody wants to call this yeah pretty much i mean i almost have a hard time saying thanksgiving because i want to say thanksgiving yeah that would be the film with the killer turkey that says gobble gobble motherfucker <laughs> uh yeah there's two of those as well uh i never saw the second one, no we didn't see the, the third one. one no yeah. yeah we didn't see that we just watched the first one which was just enough fun for us yeah, the uh, Thanks Killing, I remember, famously took the idea from, I think there was like a this running joke that there was going to be a Spaceball sequel, and it was going to be called Spaceballs 3, The Search for, you know, I think he says in the end, Spaceballs 3, The Search for 2, right? Yeah. Um, which was always great, and they never made it, and instead Thanks Killing comes along and does it. Yep. Which was really funny. But yeah, everybody thinks this movie is called Thanks Killing, I believe. So you yeah, were finally getting it. 
that trailer, which was a highlight of the Grindhouse experience. I wonder how many people would walk into this movie and not realize that it's a horror movie. Like maybe oh, some, they all know. some family thinks it's like some wholesome, you know, do-gooder kind of movie. Some wholesome family movie. I seriously <laughs> doubt it. I mean, it's I not getting like... I can't imagine it happening. I mean, where's all the press though? Like I've seen a couple of trailers, but like it's always the same trailer. And most of the time it's like super short. And I don't see, like, any, like, press for this movie at there, all. There actually was a, another trailer recently, and it was actually really good. Um, it was one of those rare times that the trailers have been getting better and better, although I feel like they're showing a little too much in the second ones. Hmm. I don't recall seeing the second one, did I? Second trailer? I'm just... Yeah, I think we did. I don't I, remember. Yeah. I think... Uh, I don't know about you, but... Are, do you feel like they should have just used that trailer from the Grindhouse movie? I, I was wondering why they didn't. And because I think in that they show two things in particular that are extremely disgusting. I think there is a human sized woman made into a turkey. I think it's like the grandmother. Oh my gosh. And yeah. he is having sex with it in front of the family. <laughs> The killer. <laughs> well, this is directed by Eli Roth, so yeah. I don't see him holding back, but he, it also doesn't have, like, an X rating or anything. So let's see how much he does put in this movie. Yeah, well, in the trailer, there does seem to be the knife in the vagina kill. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be a little... I'm going to be squirming around in my seat. I wonder if they'll... It'll be quick. They're not going to show anything, obviously. But... Yeah, I was wondering, will they, like... uh I don't want to say puss out. Oh, god damn you. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. <laughs> oh, you you're mad that you didn't take that joke. You're right, I am. Um <laughs> another thing to point out is they're not using the actors in that trailer. Yeah, who was who was playing the the lead in that the trailer? I'm the... pretty sure that Michael Bean was the cop. Oh, why can't they use Michael? I know. I it, it, he was perfect in that trailer. He, I, I believe, and if I, I'm mistaken, doesn't he taste the blood and go, "It's blood." Wasn't that like the great moment? We, I just remember laughing our asses it's off. It's been the a long time, but I could tell you Michael Bean would do that movie. Why yeah. wouldn't he do that movie? I also remember that Eli Roth put himself in the trailer. Uh, getting a blowjob and then get his head cut off, <laughs> which I remember just really, I hope really laughing at. This movie at. is like that. I really I wanted to be like that. I'm so mad that the Grindhouse experience didn't make like a lot of money, so they could have kept doing these films with all their friends. Well, I think that's Tarantino's fault. No, I think that that no one went and saw that movie because I don't think they understood what it was. That could also be true. Now, I remember we famously went to see it with a huge group of friends. We were the only ones in there. There was only like two other couples, right? And I remember one of the couples left after the first movie. Yeah. I think they didn't know there was another one. Yeah. Well. And I kept going, You're, this is the best part. Here's the like, thing. Planet Terror was the was the first one, right? So yes. That once you, you experience Planet Terror and then you go to Death Proof right after that. Like you're just taken out. You're yeah. taken right out of that. It is odd situation. It, yeah, it is like Tarantino's over dialoguey bullshit and, and turning Kurt Russell into a freaking sissy Mary. I'm, I'm like, actually uh uh uh. You don't take a badass like Kurt Russell and fuck him up like that. I I'm wondering 
I think that death proof is starting to grow on me a little bit. Mm. I feel like it's more relevant now than ever for some strange reason. I don't know. It did some crazy shit. There, unfortunately, is a very huge amount of dialogue, which Grindhouse movies rarely do. I'm just surprised he hasn't learned his lesson yet. It's like, you really can't come off something as energetic and crazy and fun as um, Planet Terror and then go to something as just so draggy and dull. Like I don't know. There, there are some really cool stuff going on. There, the kills with the car in that movie are amazing. That one crash scene is incredible. I mean, but yeah. I agree. It's just not... Mm. Planet Terror, to me, really got the grindhouse horror zombie action type thing it really kind of got that weird thing it really did it's a little too stylized a little too over the top um a lot of those movies would have been a little slower and duller i mean come on with the machine gun leg and shit that's like right out of stuff we've seen before like from the 70s and like no i mean that's more of a a 90s take on those kind of movies it kind of had that feel It had that feel of, like, one of those, like, ridiculous, over-the-top 70s movies that we've seen before. Like, we have a whole box set of all these 70s movies above our TV. Yeah, I don't... That's what I was saying. I don't think any of those are that stylized and that out of control. It's a little more modern. You look at uh, another zombie movie from the 80s, I mean, 70s, like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. It's very... There's a lot of talking, a lot of slow moments. And that movie just went balls to the wall, where I feel like... Death Tarantino with the Grindhouse idea. I wish he would have backed it off. Meanwhile, getting back to this movie, and the only reason I say that is because the other people who did those fake trailers all kind of got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edgar Wright's Don't mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah. That trailer, but that was a, a joke trailer. It was all about a joke. But shockingly, Rob Zombie's is perfect. It really got that grindhouse idea. Which one was his? His one was like the werewolf, uh, she, she wolf of, of the, the of the what was it USS? Yeah, it's like werewolves, uh, she werewolf of the SS or something. Or, like yeah, that, something like that. Where uh, Nicholas Cage was Fu Manchu. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that kind of really got in. But uh, this movie, I think we're all gonna say that the Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving trailer in there was the best, one of the biggest highlights. Yeah, it really was. So finally we're here we are now i will say that i'm a little uh, seeing the trailers i'm excited that this movie even exists and this is what eli roth should be doing he's uh getting off to other things and what i'm guessing is that they're failing heavily because this borderlands video game movie that he has apparently made is not coming out not no trailers uh heavy reshoots apparently without him Oh, dang. Yeah, and it sounds like it's a disaster, which <sighs> sucks. That cast is crazy. That, that's a real shame because I really like his kids' film, which I really don't think is a kids' film. I think it's just a really good film. Is The House of the Clocks in the Walls? Oh, yeah, I like that one too. It's actually a pretty damn good little movie. Yeah. It's actually doesn't treat kids like they're stupid. It's scary, it's crazy, and it's fun. I actually like that film. Yeah. But I want him to get back to this horror thing that yeah. he's so good at, that like he, he understands. He did with the Cabin Fever and um, 
what do you call it, a hostile and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I want that. I yeah, want I this want... movie to be those movies, like just gross. Go back to that slasher stuff. Make yeah. a wild movie again. Uh, yeah, I like think skeeved out. I like the skeeved out thing, you know, like he did with the chick with the razor and cabin fever and all that. Mm-hmm. And she's like shaving her legs and all gross. I like that. Like I like that skeeve factor where like I start squirming around in my seat so i'm like oh yeah <laughs> yeah i i, I kind of want that too i don't think it's going to be as here as heavy as it is in those older movies i think he's kind of grown a little bit and this movie might be a straight forward slasher with you know, some crazy fine. stuff that's I fine i kind of wish that he would have done the grindhouse filmmaking in it i, I wish it would be a little more uh it's a little too clean i guess is what i'm saying in yeah, the trailers. I don't know. I kind of feel like... I think he would do really well if he teamed up with Rodriguez. I, I really... I think so. Yeah, that's what I was saying with like, uh, wishing there was more Grindhouse yeah, movies. I like, wish it was popular enough to make another one of those. Because yeah. having another Grindhouse feature of the of two directors making something crazy yeah. would have been a real blast. And yeah. I wish I kind of would have done it. But I also know that horror movies make a lot of money. They do. And it's... Some of these guys need hits. I think so. You know, and I, I kind of want it. I don't think this movie is going to be the hit for him, but I do think it's probably made on a low budget, which is great because I, that's one of my favorite things about horror movies. They're not overdoing their budget. Every movie doesn't need to be a huge spectacle. You know, sometimes you can make a, a slow, smaller piece and for cheap and then make a profit. So if this movie makes... I'm guessing. I haven't looked into the numbers. I'm hope. I'm guessing this is like a fifteen million dollar movie. Probably. Yeah, and 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 hopefully with that you make a fifty million dollar profit or more. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's getting high praise, which I know you don't put much stock in this, but it's getting do. high praise from Darcy the Male Girl on Joe uh, Bob. Yeah, that's definitely. But no, she yeah. also doesn't. I mean, we don't really agree with a lot of her movie choices. Uh, I don't think any. You know, but um. You know, she's a horror horror gal. So I'm thinking maybe. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't have any expectations. I just, I really just want to see in like a slasher. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that's all I want too. I don't even, I'm not even asking for much. Nope. That's the thing. I just want to laugh. I want to be entertained. I want to come out and just be like, you know, one of those cheer moments. I know a lot of people are like shitting on uh, Evil Dead Rise these days. I don't know why. Why? Um, we enjoyed it because Love that movie. It was like an old school horror movie. It was set. It was really doing demons more than it was doing Evil Dead. It was kind of doing demons and Evil Dead mixed. Yeah. Which I really appreciated, and it went overboard. It went over the top. It did crazy gore, mm-hmm. and we were kind of in our seats like whoa wow holy yeah, shit yeah some of the stuff you know? they did in that movie was like crazy yeah. it was shocking it wasn't perfect but no. we had a blast watching it yeah so, and I, I it's one of those movies that i really love i love that movie i could watch it over and over so that there you go right like i i, I kind of just want something like that that's all i'm asking for it's simple that's all he's asking for <laughs> <laughs> why does it always come back to that hmm the sky is blue and all the leaves are green. Spreadwinkle. I uh, just lost my mind. Yeah, so, oh, uh, yeah, that's all we're asking for. And uh, I think that um, hopefully, you know, I always do that thing where, you know, I'm the hopeful one and you're the one that's like, yeah, whatever. 
No, you know what? I'm I'm actually hopeful. I'm very again. I'm cautiously optimistic. You know, here's the thing, though. I love holiday horror movies because you know it's like I don't. That's a funny way of saying it. There's not that many. I know, but when I see them, I'm like yippee. Yep. You know, because I I don't ever want Halloween to ever end in my my world. I just live in that Halloween world. And so when I get to watch, like, oh, you know, it's a it's a holiday movie, and it's like a it's a horror movie. I'm like, yeah, man, because I hate Thanksgiving. I hate it. Well, I don't. I don't hate. Thanksgiving I, I like, is is awful. I like being with you with a nice beer and some turkey. But we do that every day. <laughs> I'll do it every day for the rest of my life and be happy. I'm giving thanks. I mean, for it you. doesn't have to be Thanksgiving, and you know, just Thanksgiving itself. Like everything behind Thanksgiving, it sucks. Oh, you mean the actual where it came from? Yeah. Or what, what the, yeah, it's some like, bullshit. Like, yeah, being with but family and eating pie, we've, we've yippee, yippee, it, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, we've turned it into something different. It's something know? different now. It's supposed now. to be, you know, giving thanks like, for whatever. But let me ask you, since we're a movie thing. Yep. What Thanksgiving movie is your favorite? And there are there many? God damn it. Well, I guess it's going to be planes, trains, and automobiles. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my god, the end of that movie! I, I can't cry. I cannot like not cry every time at the end of that movie. It, it's such a classic that people want it to be a Christmas movie when it's not. It does yeah, feel like one. It does feel it's like not. yes, it's it a does. Thanksgiving film. Yeah. Uh, I also like Home for the Holidays with Robert Downey Jr. I know a lot of people don't seem to talk about that one very much. Yeah, I like that really one good. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want Thanksgiving to be my favorite new Thanksgiving movie. Let's see if it's going to be. Okay. I'll Let's go check it out. out. Thanksgiving is a time for appreciation. It's a time to remember our many blessings. To celebrate with the ones that we love the most. And it's time for all families to be together. and we're back thanksgiving Thanksgiving. there will be no leftovers joe there will be no leftovers all right so what are we thinking what's your first opinions out of the (laughs) gate we haven't talked yet at all fresh fresh opinions okay so you're going to be annoyed with me I really liked it. I did too. <laughs> I mean, I really liked it. Like, I had a really good time with it. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. I did too. And I was like, okay, when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, as I'm going through and we're getting deeper in, deeper in, I'm like, should I really be enjoying this as much as I, I, I am? And I'm, I'm going to say the answer is 100% because the gore in this movie was freaking top notch. I loved it. Yeah. I, I just wish it went a little harder. You know, I don't, I mean, Eli Roth, he, I, I tell you what, though, he really does no gore. I mean, if anyone else, you know, had, directs a movie, uh, like a horror director, he's one that definitely knows gore. I nailed it, though. I, he did play it safe. He played it safer than I thought he would. Yeah, Yeah, but I it was so. still gory. It was still, the kills were pretty, pretty yeah. inventive. 
Yeah, he played it a little too safe, I think, in certain spots, but he didn't in other spots. Yeah. There was one in particular near the in the near the endish that was just so out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere and it made us laugh really, yeah. really hard. And he just kept doing the blood. Yeah, it was and great. I thought that was hysterical. But I, I here's the thing: we uh, we were the only ones laughing. We were. I think that people in the movie theater were taking it a little too seriously. A little too seriously for me. I, I, I can't stand that kind of shit. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, for me, I was dying during this film. I was laughing a lot, which is really funny because it takes itself very seriously. You know, it really does. Like, I thought that he was going to go for some comedic things that were like, you know, just slapsticky. But we had a little bit of that, but not... To any extent, you know, like it was, it was a pretty serious movie. Yeah. I mean, w- which is funny because it's not, and it is, it's, it's very all over the place tonally, but yeah. I enjoyed it for that. The opening of this movie is excellent. And I will say that it, it feels very comical. Yes. It's uh stereotypical cliche high school kid. I wouldn't say even say that. I would feel like not even cliche, realistic. I mean, they were a smidge over the top with their, you know, you know how like the, in, in teen movies, there's always some kind of like click or like camaraderie or something that they all understand each other. I just have a problem with that in today's movies because I feel like it's just a little bit taken to an extreme, you know? Uh, like This one made sense. I don't know. I mean, it worked fine for me. It did, but I thought it was a little bit extra. He very cleverly had the boyfriends all be sports people. Mm -hmm. So they're football players, and naturally their girlfriends are all friends. So that's how they all know each other. Instead of one guy's the football player, one guy's the artist, which always pisses me off because none of those people would hang out. They would say that it was because of their girlfriends. But then the girlfriends all have nothing in common. Right. And in this movie, they all kind of make sense. I mean, they do. They do make sense. But they were pretty cliche with the way that jocks behave, you know, and they, they're they all like... Oh, they're uh, going for the extreme douchebag yeah. stuff. But I I actually liked... I, I One of the characters actually <laughs> turned out pretty interesting. I mean, they didn't go far enough with Scoob. Scuba. Yeah. His name was Scuba. And uh, I liked him. He yeah, was... he, he actually turned out kind of interesting. I wish I would have gave more into him. But there were some scenes of reacting to a murder that felt real. They're oh, like yeah. shock. I feel like because I, I don't know. I don't mean not that I know Eli Roth personally, but I feel like he's the type of guy that wouldn't really tell them the extreme of the gore that he's planning on doing so that when it does happen it's a general an actual reaction yes i think it's like a real reaction i think that he's the type of guy that would do something like that you know it's like uh i'm not telling uh drew barrymore what didn't didn't um who didn't didn't drew barrymore not know about et being all white and gross when she first saw him she like freaked out and that was a real reaction yeah um they pretty much made her bond with the puppet or was it like movie. was it like when her first reaction was when she saw him all dressed in the the wig and the hat for the first time her her scream was real that's what i read so like i love stuff like that where like you know they don't prepare the actors for that kind of thing like in in alien yeah 
you know, when that, the chestburster scene, they didn't prepare that actress for what was going to happen to her. Yeah, that's what they say, which is really odd because there's so much planning in that shot. Yeah. That always kind of shocked me that she didn't know what was about to happen. Yeah. she. I mean, it was crazy. They they freaked her out. But I feel like Eli Roth is that kind of guy that he would just do that. You know, like not tell them the extent of what's going to happen and just totally bombard them with blood and guts. I well, can see that. The only reason I don't know if that might have happened here is because the characters acted like... You, I get sick of these movies like Scream where people see death and they're just like, eh, hey, moving on. Yeah. And in this movie, there's like a whole, like a couple, like a good scene cutaway mm -hmm. from the aftermath. And they're just completely numb. Like the two people are just completely almost comatose. Yeah. And uh, we have like no sound and it's slowly coming back to the world, to the movie, which is really neat. And I'm like, damn, you know, they're making these characters feel more real than they should. Yeah. It's because true. it could have so easily just been the wacky laugh black comedy type thing but you kind of are interested in the characters they even he kept playing with tropes mm -hmm. and then kind of reversing them which was interesting setting up the asshole father mm -hmm. and then reversing it a little bit a little bit of a moment of understanding each other mm -hmm. uh, so easily could have just kept going he's an asshole you know because that's how it is the asshole stepmother the asshole this and like you have a bunch of cliches and you can check them off and so easily get on with it. Right. This movie just kept reversing it all the time, which I kind of, I kind of liked. Yeah. Cause like when one character you think is a totally whole, but then they turn out to be kind of decent, you know? Um, I, I think that was cool. I, the, the opening of this movie too was like, it was amazing. Yeah. The, the opening sets the tone really, really well in a, in a sense that you're supposed to be laughing. They want you to know, yeah. but at the same time you kind of go, Ah, these people might be real. Am I laughing because this is so true to the world? Yeah. Or am I laughing because the situation's so insane? I was laughing for many reasons. Number one, these people were just hilarious. They were hilarious with their commentary and their just, you know, just the way they behaved. But yeah, it, it opens with like Black Friday shoppers yeah. pretty much. And, and it was hilarious. A, yeah. And there, it's a, it's a, Massachusetts, right? Yes. So Massachusetts, and of course, everybody sounds like Matt Damon in oh, Good Will Hunting. Yeah. And one guy even looked like him at one point. There's like a gym teacher. I was like, holy crap, there's like a <laughs> young Matt Damon doing Good Will Hunting's like conversation, you know, like speech. But uh, I really loved it because all I kept saying was, damn, they really missed an opportunity to put uh, Jimmy Fallon and uh, Sherry Oterian, uh, not Sherry Oteria. And Rachel Dratz. Rachel Dratz yeah. from their characters from SNL in the scene because they felt like those characters. That would have totally added to the scene even more. It would have added to it just because, as a joke. Just as a joke. Like, I mean, the whole opening was just so, it was just comical and jokey to the point where like, yes, the, the, these people do exist on Earth, but the way it was so over the top just had us rolling. Yeah. It was funny. I, it was, <laughs> I don't know. I... I was generally laughing, and I was also on the edge of my seat to see what would happen next. Well, I will say that we're talking about a lot of positives, but I'm going to say negative real fast. I thought it was very apparent who, who the killer might have been Yes, very early on. I, I pretty much was sure throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And I will say that one thing doesn't make sense in particular, uh, which seems off. But I don't know if it was done on purpose. 
Uh, who knows? I could be, but I definitely think that's a it's a negative in the sense that the mystery, I think, is too apparent. I think so too. I mean, we kind of called it. When we were in the theater. Oh, I knew it very early. Although yeah. you kept debating everything. Well, because the build, the build kept changing on the person. Yeah, so but that's, like, Wait, that's a no, typical this... horror movie thing. Yeah, it, it was like um, who was like too short in one, you know, scene and too skinny in another scene and it just kept changing so i was like wait could it be this guy could it be that guy could it be that guy so yeah but um it it made sense at the end i mean it was pretty evident um but it was just the the gore was so much fun it it was just great and you know there wasn't one character in this film that i thought oh my god i hate this motherfucker it was i just really (laughs) liked everybody even though the douchebags are douchebags and you know it just did. yeah. I mean, I guess, and also, I would say that what you're saying, they're not really that fleshed out, right? The characters are kind of surface level fleshed out. Yeah, you kind of get them. You know their motivations. You know what they're what's going on in their world. But I wouldn't say that they're so deep that we know of them enough to care when things happen to them. Right. Especially since there's some random murder characters in this movie. This movie's go like oh. Now we're going to introduce four other characters that might get killed off in the scene. And yeah. it's funny because in the opening, I would say that there's a bunch of characters that did, I thought were going to die. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, oh, these characters are going to come back and get killed. Yeah. Some of these things were shocking. Some of these things were pretty shocking. There's a bunch of characters that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. That's also true. That were set up. Yeah. And, which um, is very odd. Some characters that you thought were just going to, you know... Just they were like kind of on the side, but kind of still part of the film. Yeah, you didn't think they were gonna be slashed up, but they totally were, and it was it was shocking. Like there was a lot of people that you know were like, "What? Oh, okay." You thought so, you so there was characters that you thought weren't going to be slashed up, and yeah, they were. And oh, they were. I there's yeah. a bunch of characters in this movie that they set up that don't actually go anywhere, that completely disappear from the film at one point. There's a bunch of them, and, and actually, one character has a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. and doesn't have any end yeah which, i think i i know which one you're talking about i think very, he just need i think eli roth needed to just um add in some extra suspects there well he could be and, and i guess this is another plus is that he's making the world more lived in you're getting a lot of side characters you get a yeah. lot of other established things going on whereas in a movie like scream i'm going to always bring up scream because that's the slasher movie people talk about the most mm-hmm. and scream the characters who exist in that world, the ones that only have dialogue, are the ones who are either going to be killed or survive. Yes. They're going to be a part of it. Yeah. There's no... The other... Like, the world doesn't feel lived in. It feels like it's a group on mm-hmm. a set. Yeah, it really does. Where in this movie, there, even though it does have that feeling, it still was establishing a bunch of characters around the movie that didn't play into it, didn't come back, mm-hmm. necess- and had dialogue. So I kind of appreciate that because it makes the world feel a little more real. Yeah. I, I will say, I though, that. that tone shift is, it definitely might be a problem for a lot of people because you're either going to want, like, the dark comedy or you're going to want a serious slasher. And I think this movie delivers well on both, but I will say that it definitely feels like it's not, it, it's almost a 50-50 so if you, that's something that you don't like, where you just kind of want one tone, you're definitely not going to get that here. Because in the middle here, it feels like it's taking itself seriously again. And then 
the kills will be so outlandish that you're like laughing, but then characters feel real again. And then the killer will say something insane. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, we're back into the comedy bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's all over the place in that way, but I am super, I, I super enjoyed this. I, I, I really, really did, did too. Yeah. I really did have a good time. I, I, I had, you know, just the, even the, the, just the gore and, you know, the fact that I liked all the kids, you know, like I, I never like all the kids. Usually there's one that just gets on my last nerve. Yeah. Um, but you know, I liked all the kids. I didn't have a problem with any of the characters and they were, they were pretty, pretty great. So I, I had a great time. I'm, I'm definitely recommending this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, it's an automatic one, you know, going in, I was thinking to myself, there's no way this would be this much fun. I don't know. You know what I really like too is, and I know it's all Roth, but he, the fact that he really feels like, I don't know what it like. This is an old timey slasher film. Yeah. Like th this could have been a slasher film. It reminded me of, um, uh, my bloody Valentine. Yeah. In that way where it feels outlandish, but it's taking itself seriously. So it's kind of like, you have your 50-50. You know, you got a guy walking around with a pitchfork. A uh, 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 pickaxe, right? A pickaxe. A pickaxe. And a um, minor outfit. And you're like, how does this guy even see? I know. You know, like, and then <laughs> you're just kind of taking it seriously in that sense. And then you're just kind of laughing about it. I think that the My Bloody Valentine 3D is exactly how this movie feels. Uh, that movie grew on me. At first, I didn't like it. Now, I'm mm -hmm. kind of enjoying it. How insane it is. Yeah. But this one feels like a genuine fun slasher movie. It, but this movie was so much fun, like from start to finish. I mean, really, even though there it had a lot of predictable moments, there, the whole entire plot was pretty predictable. Uh, it, it didn't matter. It just didn't matter because it was just so much fun to watch, and the gore was outstanding. And sometimes, I, yeah, sometimes it was a little CG, but yeah. I mean, for the most part, though, he, he really went for it, you know? I mean, so, some of the scenes he had to use because yeah. there's just no way when you think about it. Um, but I thought it was great. It was so fun to watch. And I miss going to the movies and seeing gory films like this. Yeah, um, yeah, honestly. Like, seeing having a film like this get a wider release yeah. seems so funny I'm to so me. I'm so happy. I really hope this movie makes money and does well because... I just, I really had a good time with this one. Yeah, I really. Did. I, I want guys like this to make more movies like this. Just fun, stupid fun, and like just enjoyable films. Yeah, like, I mean, he knows gore. He knows how to, you know, make the horror community happy with the gore. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm wondering. I can't wait to hear more people talk about it. Uh, I, I'm sure this will be one of those de like debatable ones. You know, there's oh, always a yeah. lot of like controversy and stuff. I know that some people might want that. Uh, we're always trying to struggle for the word to say for this, but like more of a deep psychological horror film. I know I'm usually into that, but sometimes you do want these kind of movies that are just silly fun. Oh, well, I like both the you know the psychological yeah horror and and the slashers. I mean, I love slashers, especially like '80s slashers where like the gore is so crazy. And this is like reminded me. It was like reminiscent of an '80s slasher with some of the gore. It was it was great. Well, a good time. Let's talk about the the comparison to the last scream. Okay. What is it about? Because we both admit we didn't like the scream movie, and we're 
really lukewarm on the uh, Scream franchise in general. And what yeah. is it about that to this, do you think, that you enjoy this more than that? Well, I just also, you have to understand that we're, what, six sequels deep in the Scream franchise? It should have ended, like, at three. Or, or you know, if they're going to do two, do two. But end it. You know, we don't need six sequels of a freaking franchise. It started to get repetitive. And when you have a movie like this, yes, it was, you know, predictable. Probably more predictable than, say, watching Scream 1 back in the day. Because you wouldn't know that Stu and Billy were working together on this. You know, it was, this, it was a shock. Oh, please. <laughs> Everyone's seen Scream. But, like... You know, you didn't know at the time. It was like, whoa, you know? And that's why I like the first Scream, because it was like, oh, wow, that's different, you know? But this movie, you can't make six sequels of this. I, I You just can't. This, If this killer, you know, somehow keeps getting, you know, coming back and coming back and coming back, it's going to get too repetitive, just like Scream, and no one's going to want to see it. So this is, I feel better knowing that this is like a one and done. They should keep it a one and done. Yeah, I, I think my problem with the comparison, the, the difference between the two for me is more about this idea that Scream thinks itself a little too meta-commentary where they feel like they have to be, oh, we're something so much more. And they, then, Yeah, it's like they're smarter than yeah, the audience. It, it, it's smarter than the audience. They feel like, oh, look what we're doing, wink, wink, all the time. And then the problem is, they forget to make a good movie around that. Yeah. And so you'll have characters just like, oh, we're in New York City and there's nobody around. It's just us, our oh, core yeah. group. In New York no City. one's bothered. Okay. It's like six people sit on a thing. Oh, I'm this person in a horror movie. I'm that person. It's like, yeah. That commentary after a while gets so stale. But I think the biggest problem is the slasher aspect. It always makes me go, there's no way. Like, that didn't happen. This person couldn't have done that. And when the reveal happens, it's so corny. It is. So over the top. So forced. It's like That you're not Sydney, even having fun anymore. It's like Sydney Prescott's 14th cousin removed on her dad's side. Yeah, who, whoever who slept with her mother. Slept with her mother so and had stupid. an inbred baby. And then he slashed up all her friends simply because... She was born. Sydney Prescott's landlord. Yeah. We're we're done with Sydney Prescott. I, I can't take no more of it. I, I mean it, I, we're we're just it's too deep it, now. Yeah, it turns out Sydney Prescott's landlord actually slept with her mother in nineteen sixty five. And I was like, What the fuck? Yeah. What is this? And she has four siblings that she's never met. Yeah, and I, all four of those siblings are going to be the killer. You know, we because just we're gonna step the, it up. We wrote the next scream movie. I think so. You know, all you have to do is close your eyes and be, yeah, just and dim-witted and just be like, yeah, it's great, Uncle. You know, yeah. Clive, he did it. And meanwhile, in this movie, it's so simple, it's so easy, and I think it's so digestible yeah. that you're allowed to just sit back and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people. I usually don't like when people say. Uh, you turn your brain off and you just sit there and you enjoy it. I usually don't like that. I'm like, well, you should always, you should never want your brain never to be on. But I definitely agree that 
This is definitely one of those movies you can actually just sit back and relax and yeah, let... Yeah, but that's not true either, because we were literally thinking about things the whole time. That's what I'm saying. You know? But you can sit back and just relax. Yeah. I know some people like to turn off their brain, and we're, we're seeing that with the Miss, the Marvels movie, and a lot of uh, people liking it more than we did, because they're like, oh, it's just a popcorn film. <sighs> and I'm like, "All right, okay, that's how that works for you, fine. Uh, but for me, I sometimes, I, of course, I'm going to think about the whole movie. And the whole time, I was invested. Yeah. Not only am I invested, I was trying to think of, oh, this is this is what's going to happen. And then some of the scares, like the jumps, I know they were coming sometimes. Still got me a little bit. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is a little startle. This is a little fun thing. Yeah, I mean, the kills were great. I mean, they just were. It, it was a fun movie. I really had a good time with it. And I could watch this over and over and over again. More than I could ever watch Scream, any of the Scream movies. Yeah, I, I think, especially for the last two Scream movies. I mean, anything yeah. after one, I'm freaking done with it. Because I like one. I'm going to talk I, about part four forever. Ugh, I can't. I'm what is keep... it, the cousin this time? It was the cousin. Denise? No, it was her cousin. And then the other one was Roman. He ended up being her brother. Uh, one, I, 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 I can't take it. One. I can't take it. But yeah, so... Definitely, I definitely uh, think that, you know, that that a concept of sitting back and just enjoying a film is much nicer than one of those movies where you feel like, you, oh, I have to not think. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I, I appreciated this. What are you going to give the score-wise? Seven. Yeah. I, isn't that wild? I want to give it a seven as well. I loved it. I loved it. I had a good time with it. There wasn't one moment in this movie where I was like, "Ugh, is this going to be over soon?" No, we didn't. I don't even think we in the uh, before we guessed what our scores would be. We didn't. No, no. and uh, I never in a million years would have thought I was going to come out with a seven. Never in a million years. Yeah, I don't. I can't believe that I enjoyed this one as much. <laughs> I really loved it. I just had a lot of stupid fun with this movie. Yeah. I just really enjoyed myself laughing <laughs> at this thing. And it, it's it was a good experience. <laughs> it's exactly one of those movies that you want, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, um, I don't know, recent horror movies that we've seen slasher wise, uh, might get a little too serious, might get a little too stuffy. So yeah, it's really nice to see that. It's a kind of a, a breath of fresh air that came out of absolutely nowhere. It really is. So yeah. All right. I'm so we both happy, suggest yeah. it. Yeah. I definitely recommend this movie. This is a, this is a horror movie that I think, you know, Everyone could could like, you know, even if you're not like a diehard Eli Roth fan or a diehard, you know, gore fan, slasher fan or whatever. I feel like if you go to the movies, you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of fan you are. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um. All right. So, yeah, we both uh, give a thumbs up. Uh, I would say uh, if you don't like it or you do like it, I would love to hear about it. Hit us up on social media at uh, Just Another Movie Night on instagram and the crafty misfit on instagram we're always there to talk about movies because we enjoy it so much yeah i love talking about movies and i can do it for days so yeah. if you'd reach out to me on instagram i'll, I'll chat you up for i a love bit. it i would love to have more of a community chat because i keep getting uh, caught up in these nice community group chats and uh, i love that kind of stuff i would love to hear more conversations uh next week i think is napoleon so that'll be our next review we're going to be doing And uh, I think that's it. All right, have a good one. Growing up, I dreamed of writing a slasher movie that would be like Scream or Halloween. One of these guessing who the killer is, something that's incredibly scary. 
that's also fun with fantastic kills. And oh my god, this is it. Cover that body. Anytime we do a death, we try to truly make it a classic kill. We take it very seriously. It's like a badge of honor for us. This is the kind of movie you go see opening nights that no one spoils it. You just go and you scream. This has to be the movie that if I never make another film, it doesn't matter. I made this one. That's enough.